This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I love sending Kim news because she gets irritated. Whatever irritates Kim, I like Too to funny, do. Mama. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Two Funny Mamas, and uh, we got a lot of mamas on today. Our our other funny mama, Kim Whitley, is on her way. So uh, she was shooting an episode of The Upshaws with Wanda Sykes and Kim Fields and Mike Epps. Uh, and so she is on her way. I think she's getting off the freeway right now, so she'll be here in about 10 minutes. But we have some really special guests that uh, I wanted to introduce this lovely lady here with the curly hair, our friend, our marriage guru, our parental <laughs> mom guru is C. <laughs> Mickey, author, hey, corporate exec. Hey, mama, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. You look beautiful. Thank you. I was able to like actually get it together this time. I got a little notice. I knew I was going to come on. So I was able to put my bra on. I got my little makeup brush. I put some well, lipstick speaking on. Of, you look amazing. And speaking of you have a bra on, my next guest does not. <laughs> you got the memo. I didn't get a memo. So that's why I didn't know to wear a bra or wig or no lipstick. She didn't tell me. She just threw me into it. <laughs> my very good and Kim's very good friend, Flame Monroe. And Flame Monroe is in this is in the stand-up Netflix comedy special, She Ready, uh, produced by Tiffany Haddish. It's Flame Monroe, Flame Monroe's special. She um, for under the She Ready banner got nominated for an Emmy, an Emmy award, and Flame usually you can see Flame. Flame is like Flame. You're in your uh, daddy mode today. I'm in my. I ain't got. A, I ain't no check. You know because I'm he she we. He cash the check. She make the money. We spend it. When she ain't getting the check, there's no need for her to show up. She's a black woman. There ain't it. no money. She ain't coming. I love uh, it. <laughs> And that's what I love I about love Flame it. because Flame is like, this is complete parent, parent mode. You're in parent mode with the kids been calling all day because C. Mickey has two children. Yes, C. Mickey? Two boys. Yes. Eight, well, 19 and 17. You. Am I, lucky am you I really? Boy. Lucky you. No. Yes, because. I have two daughters and a son. And your, your daughters are how old? Mm. Uh, 18 and 14. And your son? I'm is so 19. Sorry. And just went he, to college. He, he went away to Tennessee State University. He came back at the first semester. He hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. He needed to give it a chance. He did. He gave it the first semester. He said he was not used to being in the and dorm room it. with boys like that, doing all kinds of things. He said it was just, mm -hmm. it wasn't for him. And it wasn't nothing inappropriate. It was right. just everybody don't raise their children the same to clean up or clean up a hand oh, themselves. Right. He grew up in a training house. We cleaned every Saturday morning playing R&B from the 70s. That's how I was raised. That's how they were raised. So he went to college. Everybody got up, didn't do anything. And he was like, where's the R&B? Where's Al Green? Right. When, when are we going to make up our bed? Right. It didn't. Okay. Well, he, my, got a, he got a full scholarship. Full scholarship. He's a uh, mechanical engineer. Oh, he nice. smiled like his daddy. His daddy just got titties. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> and no bra. And and no Today. bra. I brought. And you know what, I, we have the 
Flame. Go, is, Mickey. But every time I've seen you, you are just fabulous. I have actually never seen you like this. So when they said, I don't even know who said it. It was like, oh, it's Flame. I'm like, is it though? Because I'm not. I'm like, mm -mm, no, that's not Flame. I know who that There's is. There's lots of interchangeable parts over here. But when it ain't All no right. checks, it ain't no wig. So it ain't no check, so it ain't no wig. Well, <laughs> we want to say I'm hi to our to producer. get a check. Well, Flame could help you, Mickey. Um, <laughs> okay. I want to say hi to our our producer, Chris. Chris is uh, in, in the back. He's like, you'll hear his voice. Hey, Chris. Hey, Sherry. How's it going? Flame, see Mickey. Great to see you. I just want people to see how, how like, this is Flame's natural look. Can we see some pictures of Flame Monroe? Like, when you Ooh, fully man. get... Not my prison pictures, though. Not my prison pictures. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, who Ooh. is that? Look. That's oh, it. See, wait. that's who I know. Hold on. Explain this. Oh, wait. That look. Go back to that Ooh. look. You know, wait, you know you what that back? face, you yeah. know what that face saying? What? Ain't S wrong with me. I just look like this. Uh, okay. <laughs> that right. is amazing. You look like just to do, to, to get full on made up hair. How long does that take? Oh, I can do that in 15. Really? I've been doing drag for 30 years. So I can do that in 15 minutes in a closet with a very little light. Wow. Because wow. I know my face, you know, you know and, I, face. and I can't do anybody else's makeup. I'm horrible. If I do your face, you're going to look like you got Down syndrome. I am horrible <laughs> at doing anybody else's makeup. I am. <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. beautiful. Oh, that's so good. I want that body back. <sighs> I wish I could wear yellow. Oh, Tina. Oh, that's beautiful. We don't need another hero. We don't need to know the what. Why do I sound like Cher? <laughs> I don't know, because you do. It's very strange. It wasn't coming out Tina at all. It was not. Uh-oh. Oh, was this you as a oh. guy? That was pre-flame. I was on my way. I was on the way. <laughs> I was on the road, on the yellow brick road trying to off to see the wizard. That was spark. We <laughs> right. I was a spark that grew into the flame. You host. That's, that's exactly what I do. That's what I want to look like at the Oscars this year. Oh, uh, uh, Will Packer, I know you don't have a host for the Oscars. I'm available. If you need a male and a female host, I fit both criteria at the same time. Let's do it. And you're black, so that crosses. <gasps> and you're a black person. So that's debatable because I don't really know my real daddy, so I'm not sure. I think it's a little. I think it's a little yang up in me. Real talk. Because Sherry you know, is definitely Delgado we... Lopez uh, Riviera. This one is Mexican. Full out. Mickey, Full out. you know what we did? We, uh, Mickey, we went to, um, we went, because you know I'm going on the Babyface Kim tour. Yes, with, I know. Uh, and I want to come, come and I'm, I'm You have coming. to fly to Dallas. You're going to have to fly to Dallas if you want to come because we're not in we're not in Austin. Okay, because I think Cynthia is going to fly. But um, I'm getting outfits made because Flame says, you know, you have to, like, change. Like, it has to be fabulous and, you know, sequins yes. and, and glitter and flowing and trains. And so we went downtown L.A. and picked out the most amazing, beautiful fabric with a lot of sequins and a lot of, oh, like, there's one wow. dress you, you, you pull your fingers down on it and it changes colors. Ch oh, so, I love those. Yeah, and so there were a couple outfits. I like a lot of colors. I like a lot of quinceanera dresses. So I picked a oh. lot of quinceanera material. So he well, if you're going to be in Texas with quinceanera material, you're going to need some cowboy boots. 
You gotta La put the boots on with the dress. Nota. Baby, she is bringing uh, um, Selena back. She is, baby. Selena. Selena is coming back through Sherry. When I tell you, it's Sherry. Biddy, biddy, bamba. <laughs> biddy, bamba. Biddy, biddy, bamba. So, yeah. So, anyway, that's uh, so uh, Flame has someone um, making all of my my outfits or my costumes oh, for this the is Kim fantastic. Yeah. So, it's going to be pretty cool. Um, hopefully, I, I'll, I can stay the same weight and not gain any weight because they, they measured me exactly. For where my stomach is hanging so you're gonna be you're gonna be amazing i am so excited about it i know she does it she is um, this is the thing about sherry she's so tiny like like it's it's really tiny just and you when you're standing next time? to her you haven't <laughs> you haven't seen me in a long me. time i saw you and like I have a, a girl to go now well exactly you haven't seen me in a long time <laughs> See, see what happens, see, Mickey, the insecurities of a biological woman and my insecurities are so different because Sherry, the, the smallest little thing, oh, I don't like this. I'm like, girl, ain't nobody looking at that. Ain't no man gonna never ask you for no arms or no legs. They might ask you what's in between, but they damn sure ain't gonna ask you for no arms or no legs. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> or no stomach. <laughs> Chris, is that yeah. true? Is Are those the things that we as women worry about, do you do guys not care about that? Any dude worth talking to, yeah. Like anybody that's gonna act like they care about the little stuff, they're insecure themselves or something. Yeah, Flame gets it. Get to the point with it. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't care if we have that little flap. And know who kind of was. What you say, you, you don't care. You don't care if we have that little flap up under our arms. It's like chicken fat. I, I mean, about that. That. let me explain something to you. My grandmother told my aunties when I was a young kid, a man will move the greens and the cornbread to get to the meat. <laughs> <laughs> I, Thanks, I love grandma. it. I love oh, it. Man. What's another? Yes. What's another saying your grandmother said? Are you talking about? Oh, that she said the difference between a man and a woman is the heart and the mind. What does that mean? They, they, to my trans sisters that are always talking about they feel like a real woman. They feel like a real, you could never feel like a real woman in my grandmother's eyes because if you didn't have a woman's heart and a woman's mind, then you were not a woman. A man has a very different heart mm -hmm. and mind than a woman has a heart and mind. A woman's devotion and dedication is what makes her a woman because she will stay even when she knows she should have left. When a man is saying, I'm going to get a loaf of bread 25 years later, he ain't found that bridge yet. <laughs> 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 Not 25 And years I later. will leave. When you get on my nerve, I'm okay, I'm out. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, see, Mickey, uh, and this brings me to a point, Flame. Uh, see, Mickey has been married for 20 24 years. years. 25. It'll be 25 this uh, July. 25. When? It'll be 25 when? In this July. And you look so at peace. Either well, here's you know, it's two at some things, point, Mickey. Just... Twenty five years, you look either at very much at peace and happy, or you have buried your husband in a rug and left him <laughs> in a field. I... That's the look. No, so I will say this: I got extremely lucky, but I, I'll be honest with you. I have always been convinced that God said, "Please take her off of the market." <laughs> I was not. I was not good. Um, I why, never wait, 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 had a boyfriend. Why, why were you not good?
Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. I, I, so, okay, I didn't believe in marriage. I never wanted to get married. I never wanted to have kids. I pictured my whole life that I was going to be single and just wherever the sun decided to set on me that day. I, so, so it's the weirdest thing because even my friends, like my girlfriends who have known me for years, my friends even told me, they were like, you're never going to get married because they all wanted to get married. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. It's too much. Just committing to like one person forever, why? So I dated everybody. And then I knew my husband a long time. Like we, we met in high school, but it wasn't like that. I just knew him and we just kept in touch, kept in touch. And I think part of the reason our marriage really works is because we just have this like respect for each other. Like right now, he is scuba diving in Cozumel with his uncle and his cousin because scuba diving is what he likes to do. I am not doing any of that. I have no interest in doing it. I don't care about it. I don't want to do it, but go do it. I have my own things that I like to do. I come to LA all the time. Everybody out there knows me. Nobody's ever met my husband. Like no, there are I've people who think I'm not even married. Why do they it's think so that? weird. Uh, let me tell you something. Because they never tranny, see him. <laughs> let me tell you something from a tranny's perspective, from a woman's perspective, and from a man's perspective. Very good. Your girlfriends don't need to know your husband. They don't need to know your damn. Let oh. me tell you something. Okay. Oh. They don't need to know your husband. Very good. Very good. Millie Jackson Here. wrote a song years ago called Lovers and Girlfriends, <laughs> and she said, never let your girlfriend hang out with you and your man too often. If oh, that B no. ain't got nobody, screw her. Mm -mm. Because no. she's going to take your man. Nancy, Mick, Let see, me Mickey feels something. different. Well, 
I did have a friend who I had known a very long time. And I actually stopped fooling with her because it was like the third time that she told me that she was dating a married guy. And I was like, hmm. And so when she came to, she, I, she didn't come to visit me very often. We always lived somewhere. I'm from Louisiana, but we always lived somewhere else. So when she would, she came to visit me one time and this was when she was on married guy number three. And I gotta tell you, like, like literally that next morning, you know, we hung out all night long. We, we went out, we drank, we came back, all of that. Got up the next morning and I was just like, hmm. yeah, I don't know about that. See, you better than she me. She didn't do anything. She didn't, she no, didn't do anything. It, she didn't make she a did, gesture. She, I just was she, like, I know your mentality. To me, she did do something. She has a track. She had a track record of messing around with married yeah. men. Yeah. That's just something I would have kept from you because you're married, because you're always wondering. And and I would have never let her in my house. She would have never, because I'm going, if I can't, if you can't be trusted around other people who are probably your friends or coworkers or whatever, I'm not going to yeah. trust you around my, my husband, but so you didn't, but, was, but she, maybe that was a boundary with you and she never, well, well, no, let me tell you something. I don't believe that there's a boundary. I don't believe that people have boundaries when they are doing that. Like if you're already in that space, you don't have a boundary. My husband is not off limits any more than anybody else's husband. And this was a childhood friend, hadn't seen her in a long time. Normally when I saw her, it was, you know, me going over there. It was the one time she came to into, into my space and I was like, oh, wait. I don't actually think I like like who you really are. So I um I just ended it. Like to I blocked me, her number and cut everything off. Oh. Uh, wow. But, I didn't even but tell no, her. I think that that's a when you when you are like if you have one relationship and you're like oh he was married, I've grown, I know my worth. That's one thing. But when you sure. have three merit uh, uh, relationships Mm -hmm. uh, with someone else's partner, yeah. that's a character flaw yeah. to me. That's an integrity yeah. issue. Mm -hmm. That's a hoe. Knock it off. That's <laughs> a hoe. And Flames. good for you, see Mickey, for getting rid of her. She should have been in the hotel the entire time because hear me when I tell you. Let me tell you something. She She's the prime example of what Maya Angelou said. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Believe she them. You. She warned you oh, three she, times. She, I'm glad on the yeah. third strike you 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 answered that call. Well, and, you know, in all fairness, I mean, we 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 talked on the phone a lot, but we didn't really see each other, right? And this was a childhood friend. This was like little bitty child. She's she is if she's watching this, she is learning about this right now, because I literally if she's watching, she, girl, you're a hoe. She. We have been friends. We have been friends since like like second grade, like it was not one of those. Tonight. Not at this night. <laughs> but it was something, it was something about just, you know, like you're in my your space. Intuition. And if more it, women it was, and, their intuition. And I don't, and I don't think that my husband is exclusive from anybody else's husband. I think all hoes are equal. I think all opportunities, you know what I mean? Like if the opportunity presents itself, I didn't feel like my husband is off limits any more than any than those other three women 
or who knows how many other ones there were. And so I was just like, you know what? I don't need that friendship. And see, Mickey, let me tell you this. A man is a man is a man. I don't care what color he is. Because a smart man with a hard penis and a dumbass man with a hard penis got the same target. If you don't believe me, Kanye West, Bill Gates, both cheated on their wives. One rich, both rich, but look at a poor man cheating on his wife. It's the same target. And I hate that when we get this mentality. I love what you said about your husband came around because I tell women all the time, you always say, I want a man with good credit, a good job, a nice body, this and that. If he brings 76% to the relationship, it is your job as the woman to fill in the other 24%. And a lot of women don't want to do the work. He is never going to come perfect, but yeah. you want to get him, you mold him into what you want to be, but you got to do it on the slide because if a man think you're in control, he gets upset. You got to mold him into how you want him to be on your terms, but you got to do a real coy and slap. A lot of women miss that. And you're going to do this, you're going to do that. That's not how you do it. You got to be slick with no. it. Because men are weak and very shallow. I'm, I told you this he, she, we, I'm fair. I've been the man and the wife in the same night, depending on who Turner was. I never bottomed those two Anyway. <laughs> but women don't realize that you have to do some of the work. And a man will come yeah. pretty much equipped, but he's looking for his woman, his wife, his sexual attraction. But then someday way down mm-hmm. the line, you turn into his mama and his confidant and you got to know how to distinguish that and you miss Mm -hmm. that because he's going to look for the mother that he loves and who nurtured him and and he cherishes he wants to see that in you but a lot of women don't want to pull that out of their men so that's why they lose their husbands i'm just educating y'all because you know i've been the girlfriend and the boyfriend And you know, what listen, you I'm no, I'm no, I'm no angel. When I was single, I dated a, I dated a married guy. In all fairness, I actually didn't know he was married, and and but then when he told me he was married, I kept dating him because he was paying my card note because I was broke. It is, it was what it was. I don't. When I think about that now, like that was bad. Like that was really bad. You know what I mean? But I was young and I was, I was dumb. I think I was like. 19. Sounds, Sounds like you were kind of smart. Sounds like you're kind of smart getting your car note paid. But can I well, say, I, mean, I think, can I say that I think I mean, that we that. need to get a pass for when we were young? Because I think a lot of us, because when I was young, I dated a married man and I was like early 20s and I just didn't have the respect for marriage. The boundaries mm-hmm. of marriage because I it, it you know when you're young first of all you don't click. think you're gonna die you want to party there's so many different things that are that are priority when we get yeah. older is that when that wisdom comes so I think that we do mm-hmm. need to pass now if you kept if you were telling me that now Sherry I'm dating somebody who's married because he fixed in my car I'd be like see Mickey I would I would but want you to cut you me off the let me hit you I dated lots of married men and I don't even have a vagina <laughs> I'm gonna take the microphone. This is after dark. We're recording at. We're recording after dark. Technically, this is what happens. Look at me. I was young two weeks ago. I was young two weeks ago. What did you say, Chris? I said, you know, we are. This is. We're recording this Wednesday night, late at night. This is a technical after dark episode. I think we should title it that. Anything inappropriate? No, you've no, you've not said anything inappropriate, no. and that's and I just love you because you're honest and real. Because it, it, we're talking about this marriage because Kiara Sheard, hmm. the gospel singer, uh, got married to a very fine man, hunky. You know, he's a landscaper, owns his own landscaping business, and she said, she said, when her girlfriends come to visit, they have to stay in a hotel. And she says, because she's just creating healthy marital boundaries. And like the internet went crazy 
they talked about it on the reel and the audience booed her. And I think really? that because it was interesting on the on uh, Wendy Williams today, Remy Ma said there's two things. If you have to tell your girlfriends that you trust that they have to stay in the motel, either one, you don't trust him or you don't trust your friends, which is not good for me. I feel like because I feel like, you know what? I know too many women who have messed around with married men. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, and I'm not saying I don't trust you, but I'm going, why do people put an alarm on their door? Why invite the, why invite the, the situation? I'm not going to invite this. I agree with Kiera. Stay your, I, I don't even pay for the hotel. Like, yeah, but I, I'm going, you I, can't stay in my house. At this point, I feel like at, at this point, we're at, we're at this age, you know, see Mickey, you can be in, in the house with my man because I trust you. Cause I know, first of all, we're just too old for that drama. We're not trying to fight each other. Right. We're not trying to, your man got been gay. My man got been gay. You're talking your about Your man got arthritis. My man back hurt. We, we ain't trying to do that. Right. We ain't even doing all that. He ain't got been gay. He got gay being. <laughs> Sherry, are you, are you referring to tuna, avocado tuna? No, I'm just saying hypothetical. Oh, hypothetical. Okay, not avocado tuna. tuna. Got avocado. it. Got it. Got it. I don't like the fact that they booed her. I think that all women should have in their own mind, and it's not about not trusting him or about trusting her. But I'm not going to invite the situation to where it could happen. So if you come out the bathroom and the towel fall off, and I, and I have to run to the store, I got to run. I'm not even going to put that in my house. Can I say this too? Mm -hmm. And you tell me what you think, Mickey. Sometimes if you catch somebody on the right day, you know, it just could have been like, you know, at one in the morning, like you say, you get out the shower at one in the morning, you coming out the hallway and then me and him had an argument. Sometimes you just exactly. look at Arnold Schwarzenegger and that maid. You would have never thought Arnold Schwarzenegger would have been messing around with a maid. And look, now they got a grown son. Maybe you, maybe you wouldn't have thought that. That, that seemed quite obvious. Arnold Schwarzenegger with a wig on, so it looked like he was having sex with himself because she looked just like him with a wig on. Have you seen a good guy? <laughs> what you no, saying, Mickey? Seen her. Now I gotta pull it up. But I mean, here's the here's the thing. Like, I think first of all, no one has the right to judge anybody's marriage about how somebody decides to function in their marriage. Like, I I actually know a couple who. The, the the husband came to my husband and wanted to know why was my husband allowing me, allowing me to go to New Orleans because he didn't want his wife to go to New Orleans. Uh. That's because you don't trust your wife. That has not. And so my husband was like, first of all, I don't tell her what to do. She doesn't tell me what to do. If she wants to go to New Orleans, she can go to New Orleans. And when she comes home, she comes home. Like she's going to go have a good time. Like, yeah, but that's because y'all even... trust each other because you trust each we, other. We've established that. They don't have that, but that's not my problem. And what was weird was the whole trip, like he called her phone nonstop to the point where I was like, if you don't shut that damn phone off, just shut it off. Why even go and on the trip? And then it makes me wonder, like, well, why is he calling you so much? Like, does he really not trust you? Like, like, and what does he think you're going to actually do? Or he knows what, what he's doing. doing. What is he or doing? he knows what he's doing. So I think, you know, I don't think people should like boo people because they say like, oh, I want people to stay. I, I have had people stay here. I've stayed at people's houses who have husbands, all of that. But like it, you do have to really know that person and you've got to decide, is this someone that I really trust? Like 
Sherry, if you wanted to come and stay at my house, I'm not worried about you hitting on my husband. Now, Girl, Kim, you know I ain't gonna be doing nothing but farting all night. Your husband don't <laughs> oh, want me. Goodness. <laughs> now, Kim, was that Sherry? Sherry Shepard, everybody. Kim has made it very obvious. We're gonna have to when she get when she gets in. We're gonna have to ask her about it. Kim has made it very clear. If I leave my husband or <laughs> I drop out of this piece, she is the first one in line. She is snatching him up. He's technical. You know she he's got all the you know he has. She calls him husband. But what I respect um, about Kim is that she'll call me and she'll say, "Can you ask your husband this question?" She has his number, but she never calls him. I think as Kim has told uh, uh, many a wives that if they step out or leave the scene, <laughs> she's in there. Kim, Kim be hedging her bets. Kim See, places they, a lot of bets. <laughs> Kim. Kim, Kim inspires you all to stay living and stay healthy. That's what she does. She okay. Fuel up on you. Like, I ain't going to work. Every you can't day. have this one. Um, oh my gosh! I'm t- <laughs> I put that it was in my living will. <laughs> Okay, you know, I think um, number one, Kim Whitley, (laughs) in my estate planning, I do have if I have a man, he is to go to Kim Whitley. (laughs) I just that's the best I can do as a friend. I'm giving my man to Kim Whitley. I love it. it. I love it. By the way, Kim is uh, I'm so excited because she is filming. She is playing Wanda Sykes and Kim Fields sister on the Upshaws. I hope I can say that. I'll have to ask Kim, but um, she was so excited. <laughs> and you know, yeah, I know we go, you have to edit that out if I'm not supposed to tell, but it was so exciting because they gave her a really meaty role. She's playing a therapist, mm-hmm. like a very narcissistic therapist. And mm-hmm. you know how Kim don't like a lot of lines, Mickey. No, she can't she stand. When I tell no. you she had so many scenes and so many mm-hmm. lines and Kim is like, and she told them, she said, it's too many lines. And Wanda was like, Kim, why? She goes, because I'm the I'm a lazy actor. That's what she told Wanda. <laughs> Kim goes, you know, I'm a lazy actor. Um, so she's over and she said that she was on her way. But but, you know, thank you to Flame Monroe for filling in. Can I show you something? See, Mickey, because I want I don't want to forget before Kim. Yes. Here, OK, Flame Monroe's uh, has these fans that she gave to me. I want to do it the right way. Is this the right way? Please, flame helper, okay, helper. Right here. Okay, so Down. this is when you don't want to even be dealing with the with the BS. It says, can't no bitch do what I do. Flame Monroe. And this, if you hot flashing. Love it. Woo, let me tell you, aside, we got B flats, the flash regs. But if you want, if you want a flame, like, pop it like that. No, see, Mickey, if you want to change it. the narrative or the direction of a conversation, like like if she was saying something I want to hear, I'd be like, girl, knock it off. Woo! <laughs> did, you, did you hear that pop? Wait, pop that again. Pop that again. Do it again. Girl, Dang. knock it off. <laughs> I love she it. Gonna get it. I she love it. You can teamwork. You can tell I don't get mad. I don't I don't get mad a lot, so I don't pop it a lot, but I, but this you can get um, on Flame Monroe's website, which is... Uh, on, uh, my Instagram page, which is Monroe Flame. Just send me an inbox, honey. I've sent them out. $25. Well, what's your Instagram name? We'll put it in. We'll At Monroe Flame. I mean, right there on there. And my cash app was on there. Mm-hmm. 
because you know money first. I'm black. Y'all gotta pay me first. I'm like Aretha Franklin. I need man in cash, please. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's right. And also Monroe, Flame Monroe has a podcast. When? What's your name of your podcast? Uh, it's Laugh and Learn, and it's on every Monday. We tape every Monday on Instagram, but it's up on every Wednesday night on iHeart, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you listen to your podcast. And the YouTube, the video, the video component is up on Fridays on my YouTube page. Okay, and it's called again. Laugh and learn, because I teach and we laugh. What do you, you teach? Go. You do a lot of politics, right? I do a lot of politics. I do a lot. Oh. Well, now we, we changed the narrative this year. We're doing politics and we're doing hot topics. Okay. Speaking of hot topics. Oh, oh nice. Just nice. Out on the internet right before we started talking. What? Yeah. Like, How you doing? Look, that's when you're supposed to pop. Oh, you talking about this damn. I don't get mad enough, so I, don't, I can't pop it like I should. We're not gonna talk. Well, Sherry, you could hold Sherry's it. Okay. <laughs> I love you doing, Sherry. Do Look, it, do it. Oh, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta practice. Oh my goodness, this one right here. Uh, uh, uh okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, um, I was trying to figure out what what the other hot topics were that I wanted to talk to you two about. Oh, because you're both parents. Ah, this is a good one. Kanye and Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian and Kanye. Kanye is saying that he does not like Northwest to be doing TikTok. Now, you guys are both familiar with TikTok. And so, mm -hmm. you know, Northwest uh, goes and does her little TikToks. Kim Kardashian says it's completely supervised. She says it's a way for Northwest to express her creativity on TikTok. It's completely safe. Kanye says she shouldn't be on there because she's only uh, she's only like uh, 10 or 10, 10 years old or 11 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, how does uh, Northwest, Chris? I'm looking that up. I don't typically gonna, know that right so off I'm the bat. Say, <laughs> I think so they're 10. arguing about that. And then I yeah. want to say, see, Mickey, what do you think about that? Eight you years know, old. They're, they're eight, eight years old. Eight years old. She's how old? Eight years old. How, she's eight. Oh, she's eight. Okay, there we go. Go on, okay. Mickey. Well, first of all, the the little girl has a lot of personality. Like, she really does. And I'm not saying that that makes it okay, but, you know, the other three children are not doing it. And I, I know they're they're a little, a little smaller, but she has a lot of personality. If it's supervised, then okay. But this is also, we're talking about a family whose success is built on being Hammer. on. So why would they, why would anybody expect anything different? Now I get it. I don't know that I would let my eight-year-old on TikTok, but I don't know that anybody would care that my eight-year-old is on, is on TikTok and mine probably wouldn't even be that entertaining. If they're supervising it, I mean, that's what, guess what? We're gonna see her whole life anyway because that's who they are. And that's, I don't, I don't know that I think it's like bad or wrong. Especially or... with Kris Kardashian being the manager because she pimped out everybody. She didn't pimp all the daughters out. She didn't turn the husband into a white woman. Good God. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me tell you, uh, Kanye West. It ain't a teacup, but get out. Just get out. It ain't a teacup, but get out. Just get Hilarious. out. Good God. I'm tired of it. Well, it's just too many accusations and it's playing out. And yeah. he just seems to be 
falling apart more and more every day right in front of our eyes. They holler here, musical genius. He this prodigy. I think he is damaged. I think he is very broken and hurt behind his mother's death. Yes. And I think he walks around with the guilt like it was his mm -hmm. fault, but it's not his fault. The doctors, have, they, they publicly said that the doctor advised the mother not to have another surgery mm -hmm. right after mm -hmm. she had just had a surgery. She's only human. Your body can only take so much. And I think that Kanye feels a lot of guilt behind, behind that. And because he was very close to his mom. And uh, I think he, because he had the money and he paid for it, that's the guilt. But that was not the guilt. That doesn't even befall on him. And I hate that they're falling apart publicly because the children will suffer behind this. But you made a very valid yeah. point uh, when you said that their whole lives play out in front of the camera. That's what they do. That, that is that how is they built they do. their What empire. do we expect? Because Beyonce's daughter, I think she's about the same age or she's a little bit older. We don't Maybe see a her year on older. TikToks. Blue She's Ivy. maybe a year older. We don't see Blue Ivy doing TikToks, but we also don't see Beyonce and Jay-Z's life rated every Thursday night on E for an hour. <laughs> so I think it's You're just, you know, you know I think it's, it's a, but, but it's Kanye interesting, also, Mickey. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. I was, no, no, I was no just go ahead. Say, I think the thing that we also have to really talk about is Black men and mental health. We all know that Kanye has been dealing with something for a minute and it needs to be addressed. And it's not just Kanye. It, there are lots of men who are having these issues and we're, we just expect them to like stand up, be strong, blah, blah, whatever. Shut all that down. Please, please make sure your man goes and gets his mental health. Make sure he's going to see a therapist. I went to therapy today. Like those are the conversations we need to be having because Kanye needs help. I do think he's a genius. I, I miss the old Kanye in terms of like lyrical skills, all of that, all that. I love all that. But this Kanye can't like, okay, flame. <laughs> you know, it's very interesting. You're right. Kanye is hurting and he's broken. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of that is playing out. Uh, and I think you're absolutely right about mental health. Um, and, and that that not even is uh, relegated to men. We see it with women. Uh, there's now, you know, with talks of black women going through functioning depression, high functioning depression of you being able to mm. function, but, you know, inside and by yourself, it's, it's battling depression. There are, you know, it used to be therapists were out of our price range, but you can get free therapy. You can get therapy mm -hmm. telehealth therapy. If you can't go, you can get it online. I see my therapy. Do you do therapy, Flame? Uh -huh. Every time I take an edible, I'm good in therapy. I will be with God. We, we talk. We have a good conversation. Okay. I love <laughs> I love how Flame has healed his brokenness with edibles. I have a it, you know, few bottles. Works. You know, I do edibles and they don't work for me. They, 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 they take a... You don't know who I know. Okay, then I have to go to a different place. I go to the place, the, 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 go, the this edible. I know the white folks in Northern California that grow it on the farm. Oh my God. I think they put fertilizer and everything in. Got, <laughs> Jesus, it's the best. <laughs> I, I don't want to dismiss the, the mental health aspect. I don't, I don't want, I, I don't want to dishonor that because I don't want listeners thinking, but I think that yes, if you can get therapy, absolutely do that because you need somebody to talk to well let me ask both of you all a question since y'all take therapy do you take therapy from somebody black or white or or a different nationality my therapist my therapist is latino i am in texas okay 
there are not a lot of there are not a lot of there there are a few and the yes, few so that Latino. are the few um black therapists that are in texas are packed like you can't good luck trying to get an appointment which i've tried um and so mine is latina is latino the first therapist that i had was white and i will say this our first encounter it was when i was going through my first divorce i was so broken i just was like you could tell when i walked through the door i was about to fall apart and this is what she said we we're like doing small talk and she goes a lot of people say i look young for my age and i was like okay and she's this serious and she said yeah how old do you think i am that's and i'm literally like about to cry and i'm looking at her going okay why would she ask me it was my first time with a therapist and i go why would she ask me that and i'm thinking to myself I don't know. She looks like 41, which probably means she's about 43. So, um, she's flipped, she flipped her hair back and she says, how do you, how old do you think I am? And I said, if she looks 41, she's probably 43, but she's probably telling people she's 37. So I go 37 and she goes, I'm 31. Like that was our there. And then I burst into tears. Oh. Burst this into even tears. important though. I would have walked out of her office. Now that I'm go. thinking that's, about I, it, I think you needed to stand. When you said that, you said, that's exactly right. You and you can fan. get that in my what's your Instagram? At Monroe Flame. <laughs> I'm out. Um, but my second uh therapist at, uh after the second divorce, when I was really going through it, she's a black woman. And as a matter of fact, I don't know if Kim told you, she's nominated for an NAACP image award. See, Mickey, in the same category that Kim and I are nominated. She's an amazing therapist. Her name is Dr. Thema, and she's nominated in Lifestyle, uh, Outstanding Lifestyle Self-Help category with Kim and I. And and I'm not upset. She's really amazing. She's on Instagram. I don't follow her because I don't want to know about her personal life because therapy is about me. Um, right. We don't shoot the breeze, but, but she's really good. And she's a black woman and she's, you know, she is a little bit of spiritual and she really, but she's one of the mm-hmm. ones that take you back to when you was three and when you was, three, I actually you think was my therapist was black in her past life. I'm actually <laughs> pretty sure my therapist was black in her past life. I, I don't, I don't know if I, if ever I take therapy that I, and I hope this doesn't sound racist. I'm talking to the white boys in the back. I hope this don't sound racist, but I don't think that a white therapist could meet me where I needed to be. And I don't need you to, I don't need you to teach me how to be black. I know how to be black. What I need you to teach me is how to be healed. And, and we, we heal differently in that different nationalities because I may be broken Mm -hmm. from the same thing that you're broken from, but because our cultures are so different, I might've been raised and it, it affected me this way, as opposed to affecting me this way, even though we might've went through the same thing. A a white, I don't think a white therapist will work for me. And Dr. Phil made me be sure of that because Dr. Phil ain't got it right since the first show. I see it. Well, but that's a different type of. That's, I see. I think that's a different type well, of thing. I, I know it is. Now, I wouldn't want tra- the therapy for my transgender. I'm very uncomfortable with being transgender. But I had a strained relationship with my mother growing up. 
as a black woman with a black kid. So I would need someone who could relate to why she was so verbally abusive or so physically abusive, why she was so angry. She was so hurt and broken. And I found out when I got older that, you know, men had ran over my mother, but don't take the anger out on me. So that if I had, I, I, I would need to speak to a black woman per se, more so than a black man, because the black woman is nurturing and her compassion, she would understand where I'm coming from. That's what I mean. I don't mean that I don't think that a a, a, a Caucasian or another nationality therapist could help me outside of the culture. But within the culture, I need to understand why my black mother was so broken and couldn't find her way to love me the way I needed to be loved growing up. You know, you understand what I mean? Yeah, but you know, I think the thing about that is like from a therapist perspective, my therapist, it is not a black woman. She didn't grow up a black woman, but she does have a very clear understanding about being what I'm facing as a, as a black woman in this country and lays it out very clearly. When, you know, if I'm talking about mother issues or I'm talking about father issues or whatever issues I'm talking about, like there's a whole different layer where culture has some component of it, but there's also this piece around like, Let's say, let's say, and I'm making this up. Let's say your mother was, is, was a narcissist. A narcissist is not on the racial spectrum, black or white. That's just what they are. And that, and that relationship and that way that that person has been raised or treated or whatever is going to be the same for a black person, a white person. So I think there's layers to it. I, I, I would love to say I have, you know, a black therapist, but I don't. But I do have someone who I feel like I can say to her, you know, this happened. I felt like it was racist. And she'll be like, hell yeah, that was racist. So I appreciate that about her. Oh, and I, like I think that. you have to fill them out. A lot of people, when they think about therapists, you do think about the random white woman. Sorry, white people. But you do think about the random white woman who is living in a totally different world, who is not aware at all of what anybody is going through. And it's just trying to feed you little things. Therapy looks very, very different, I think, these days and how therapists are approaching things. They are becoming and, and working on making sure that they're cognizant of what's happening in the Black community. So if I'm sitting with you and I'm giving you my money and I'm talking to you, I'm going to need you to be feeding my soul. I need that. And well, that's another that question. Um, and I think the bottom line is therapy is so important Especially in this day and age. Are you cold? I have the fan uh -huh. on. My okay. has been bothering me for two days. I hope I'm not having a mini stroke. You're thing. not having a stroke I'm at not, all. I'm sure not going to have one on live. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how we can just laugh. Uh, <laughs> it, therapy is just needed. You, you just need somebody to talk to who's equipped to, you know, to really get to some issues and go through some layers. Um, you know, I encourage all of my friends to go to a therapist, to find a therapist, to be able to just talk. And we talk, and speaking of therapy, so Sherry and I was talking in the car today and I was explaining to her in Florida, they just passed a law that you can't, you can't go to a teacher or a counselor if you're a student of young, of young age, of middle school, and say the word gay or tell them that you're having feelings about being gay. They have passed that law. Ron DeSantis passed that in Florida because now what? they can have the teacher or the counselor arrested. Now, when I was younger, my outlet was having a teacher that I trusted, that didn't judge me, or a counselor that I could talk to. So now mm -hmm. these kids are not going to have an outlet. The suicide rate for that is going to go astronomically high because... 
you might not be able to talk to your mother or your sister or your friend. You need to talk to someone who will not judge you and who will not criticize yeah. you. Now they've taken that away. It is the time. Everybody going to need therapy when this pandemic is over. They could just put a couch out and allow speaking. We can all just lay out. and But don't take Dr. Well, Bill there because he's not right. Well, it is Florida, first of all. First of all, you said Florida. That's key. So, yeah. But but <laughs> as a, as a young, when I was young and gay, I needed somebody to express how I, the feelings that I was having. Yeah. I couldn't talk to my mother. I couldn't talk to my uncles or my aunts because they, they didn't, you know, in a black family, you could be an axe murderer or a serial killer, but you cannot be gay and Lord knows don't be trans. Good God. They call out the National Guard. So, But I had a counselor and a teacher that yeah. I trusted, uh, that I talked to about my feelings. If they taken that away, what are these young kids, who are they going to talk to? I'm sorry. It's very interesting um, when we talk about when we talk about gay people and trans people in the African-American community versus mm -hmm. being gay and trans in, you know, the I'm going to say white community because there's so many more resources for mm -hmm. um, in the white community for trans people, trans teenagers and mm -hmm. uh, gay people as opposed to in the black community. I know, you know. Black people, we brought up, it's black and white. It's, it's, no, it's no middle ground. Mm -hmm. as, as a trans person, am I using the right link? Because I never know if I'm using the right. As a trans person, Flame, um, why do you think that is? Why do you think it's so, especially for trans people, it's so difficult. You face, you know, the rate of murder and, you know, your demise is so high in the black community. Why, why do you think, give me your thoughts on that. So um, a great explanation was that would be Angela Stanton King, who is an advocate for, um, she, well, she was a Trump supporter because he um, pardoned her after she had a baby handcuffed to a bed. He made a law so she would not, women don't have to be handcuffed to a bed when they're going to prison. And she has a transgender daughter and she was on my podcast. She's been on Dr. Field. She was on a bunch of other stuff on the breakfast club and she was really upset, you know, because her, her, her daughter, which is transgender, which was her son, biologically her son transitioned to become a female, but she didn't change her sex. And she told me, and I asked, I said, why are you as a black woman so upset? She said she could accept the gay, but she couldn't accept the trans. I'm not like, well, what's the difference? It's, she said, because she thought that all men that decided that they wanted to be trans severed their penis, had the SRS surgery. And I was like, no, that's not the case at all. You just identify as trans. Everybody doesn't want to have the surgery. So having a conversation with her opened up that I did not know a lot of black women felt like that. And, and, and I asked her as a black woman, and she said a lot of her black friends told her that when her, your son decides to become transgendered as a woman, that they cut off their penis. And that's not even the truth. That's not true at all. But nobody had taken the time to explain that to her. And a lot of these black murders are happening. A lot of transgender women of color are happening because... Oh, I can't say it. <laughs> I can't say it. I just can't I, because the cancer culture is out of control. But hear me when I tell you that just like they say that the man was fooled, the man wasn't fooled. You can, uh, Stevie Wonder got nine kids and 14 baby mamas and his three blind mice blind and ain't never mistaken a penis for a vagina and can't see either one of them. I'll get that. I will get that in three days. I get it right now. You can't keep telling these men, these people that, oh, I thought she was a woman. She fooled me. We had sex. A penis don't feel like a vagina. 
don't smell like one or don't look like one. So you can't keep telling her she look like a woman. She can look like a woman all day long. But when she get excited and you get excited, there's a sore fight. Y'all missed that. That went over y'all heat. No, I know. No, yeah. no, we got it. No, we, we completely it. got it. I think <laughs> where I was getting confused with uh, why is it so difficult in the in the black community? Because we talk to you, you because my your story is not my story to tell. I dated an Atlantic Falcon football player for twelve years. It never came out. It was never my position to tell what he was doing on the low. That was what we ever we did. And he wasn't my man. He wasn't my boyfriend. He wasn't gonna be with me at Christmas. I knew all of those things. I knew all of that. A lot of girls go into the situation think, "Oh, I'm gonna change his mind." Like, like, like your girlfriend who had you know married, messed around with married men. Oh, he gonna fall in love with me. He gonna leave his wife for me. He's not going to leave his family and his wife and his career for you. He's not. So when you get mad and you decide to out him and you destroy his life. You destroy his life. Understand that there are consequences and repercussions. Are you ready to deal with that? I think we don't understand in our community for a number of reasons. Like, if you think about how fast we've really moved in society of, on a number of issues, right? It used to be literally the world felt very just black and white. You didn't even feel like you had Latinos around in, in, in a mass number or, or that you saw every day, you know? It was always just the one here or there. Now, fast forward, there's, you know, people are talking about what their experience is and what makes them feel true to who they are. That's never been, that's never been anything we could ever do, right? So now with people being able to say it and people being able to express it, the black and the black, I don't know that I even think it's just the black community because I just talked to a, a, a friend at work who came out trans to their parents and their parents were, you know, like taken aback, but you know, they're gonna like figure it out. And they're and and they're fine, but they're having to adjust to it, right? It's it's a big adjustment for them. And I think that would be an I think it's in any case. I think if it happened to any of us, it's like, oh, okay, okay. So I, I just have to readjust. I don't, but I don't think it's just the black community, but I also think some of it is because we've kept a lot of things in the closet. We've kept a lot of secrets. There are a lot of babies and daddies and uncles and cousins, you know, who were doing things and things happened and things were in the closet and all of that. But so was the Catholic church. I mean, I think that I think that studies have shown that um, it's hard to articulate. Uh, this is not my forte. That black trans, um, the incidences of murder are higher uh, mm. in the black community um, as opposed to in in the um, white community. Um, because there's a, is a, I, I don't know. It just seems like there's more of a stigma. Last year, 64 uh, 64 African-American trans women were murdered. 94,000 black and and brown women are missing. 64 trans women were murdered last year, but 94,000 black and brown women are still missing. 
my this it's not even a scale and i know my trans sisters get upset with me because i am an advocate for black women and for women period because like i told sherry in the car if women stop having sex won't be no more trannies well you know what i mean so i I have to respect and admire a woman because i'm a female impersonator i'm a trans woman i didn't learn how to be Mm -hmm. a man watching the producers on a a woman watching these male producers on here or watching men in my life my uncles and i watched women even I was studying and didn't know I was studying, watching my mom do her hair, watching my aunties get put makeup on. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I was a young yeah. gay boy and I was watching and studying. I learned how to be a woman from watching a woman. Or I learned how to mm-hmm. emulate a woman from watching a woman. So if I take all of that credit away and don't show no respect to the woman that bore me, because everybody in this world, unless you attest to, baby, came in by, through a biological woman. You came in through a woman. I can't lose their respect because my mother's a woman, you know, I got two daughters and I want them to be respectful and I want to learn. And I know a lot of my trans sisters are like flame. You always pandering to the straight women. You pandering to the straight people. I'm not pandering to anybody. I'm respectful to people that are respectful to me. And black women have always looked out for me. All women have always looked out for me, but black women have always given me, including this heifer here, have always <laughs> given me a leg up. I think this is a subject that I think I'm, I'm, I'm so fascinated by and not in a bad way. I just, because I want to be more educated. Um, yeah. you know, and so it's, a, we're going to have to do a part two, like Q and a, and I some hair. Oh, you can wear some hair. So I would say to our listeners and our viewers, if this is something that you have a comment about or you have a question about, mm-hmm. um, we'll have Flame back on to do a Q&A because you even have a, a something at the end of your show, stand-up comedy called... If you're not scared to ask it, I'm not scared, afraid to answer it. So if you're not scared to ask the question, Flame is not scared to answer. So please, I read all of the, the comments and the questions. So leave your comments and questions flame uh so we can have her back and also i want to let you know that flame is performing even though we got real deep because sometimes that's what two funny mamas does uh, you know we'll we'll go into the deepness of it and and thank you see mickey because i know you got to be at work and you're tired and you're it's, it's late for you and chris and everybody so appreciate you uh flame will be in at caroline's comedy in new york city March 16th, 17th. March 17th through the 19th, yes. through the 19th, Caroline's Comedy, March 17th through 19th. And I got a surprise. <laughs> and I have a surprise. Oh, you don't have a surprise. Here, I'm going to tell. So we want people to buy tickets. Oh. I will be opening for Flame Monroe. <laughs> Me. I am oh. hosting the show and I will be opening for Flame um, in New York City. So go get your tickets. And I don't know, is Kim, Kim Whitley, is she, did she get off the freeway? Chris. Hey, Kim Whitley. You can follow her on Instagram as a guest tonight on Two Funny Mamas at Kim <laughs> Whitley. Oh, and she's ready, oh! obviously. Oh, there she Holy is. Holy moly, look at Kim. Oh! Did somebody got the memo? Good Lord. Girl, you look like Wait a minute, that's fool. my dress. <laughs> Kim, is your mic on? She uh, is wearing my dress i think your mic's super far away kim i'm going to bite uh, your mic's not on just sit there and look pretty those are my earrings hilarious my dress <laughs> this makes me so happy like my wig so happy <laughs> and the wig is it mickey fix your sound i'm gonna say this one thing 
This is why you don't let women in your house because you don't want them messing around with your men. And you don't let other women in your house because you don't want them taking your hair, your dress, your earrings. <laughs> and it looks like my raspberry pink lipstick. Where'd she go? She we'll just got off. We'll bring her back when she gets Whitley. back on. Yeah, she's she, her audio is not working, but we'll get it. We'll get her back in. She said you don't let women in to borrow your dress, hair, lipstick, and shoes. She forgot she let me in. <laughs> oh boy. We're actually, uh, and I, I'm a, I'm gonna let see Mickey and and Flame take over for one hot second because Kim is dressed up because we're nominated for the NAACP Image Award. And yes. because our thanks, girl, because our podcast will not be live with the like best supporting actor, best comedy, best drama. We're mm. on the we're we're gonna be on the technical night, and that's gonna be streaming on the internet. So we, if we win, we're not gonna be live. So we have to tape an acceptance speech, Kim and I, for in case we win. And they're just gonna play a pre-taped speech. So she's dressed up, and I should be dressed up. So I'm going to let flame, I got to run and put like a sequin something on. So I'm going to go in and, and put sequin that on real quick. See Mickey and flame. Take it away. We got it. She's going to come back we with that Mexican it. fabric. I promise y'all she is. I know she is. Who is that? Who is that we have in the background, I can hear in the flesh, the beautiful Kim Whitley. Yeah. Yeah, can you hear us, Kim? I can. You showed me how to do that. I went and did my little site settings. How y'all doing? Why did Sherry get off? What happened? You, you she wasn't having it because hey. she was upset with how you were dressed. She's Where coming to get her way. If, you, speech? if you were in the same room, she'd have spilled a drink on you. Oh, Kim, you know I what? Love I that high flame. Hey, C Mick. Hey, I love that lipstick on you, Kim. You oh, look gorgeous. Oh, thank you, because I had to get it together. You know what's so crazy is that I was like, how is Flame over Sherry's? Flame? We went fabric shopping, because, you know, she's going on tour with Kim. Oh, and, that's um, right. That's what I was about to so say, because Flame ain't been to my house. We went fabric shopping. I was about to go off. I was like, Flame ain't been over to my house, and I was Flame's friend before Sherry. So I don't. You ain't invited me to your house, Bureau Talk. Let me let me get the dirt. Let me. I've been to the uh -oh. old house. Uh -oh. I ain't been to the new house. I don't think Ooh. I'm privileged enough. <laughs> you got a standing invitation to the new house, and you know it. We've been we've been friends of many, 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 many moons. Look at see Mickey since up the, and hanging with I us. Came and did I, the ha ha. Ooh, I don't even want to know what year that was. Good God. Okay. <laughs> I was fascinated by Flame. Uh, okay, now Miss Sherry. Okay, okay. Oh. all right. Okay, come on in for the. Come on in. She went to get a lipstick. Look at her. She went to put on some she lipstick. Her acceptance speech. But now, why does Flame sound so low, Chris? Because we had to turn the volume down because we was getting kicked back. Oh. <laughs> No, we're, we're, I love that. we're good. You're, you're, you're better now. It was low, but you should be flame should be good now. You know, this Kim, is you such like a, you're lovely... about to do a drag show. Are you about to do a drag number? You know, I can <laughs> look, look, look. And you know, I got the shoulders to do it too. Oh my God. <laughs> we had a, we have had a good day. Good God. We've been downtown fabric shopping and, but we were having really good conversations cause Kim, you're mm -hmm. a mom and, uh, and we were talking about the whole transgender thing because they just passed a law in um, in Florida where 
the young kids can't go to their teachers or their counselor to tell them they're gay because now the parents can have the teachers and counselors locked up. And you know, a lot of times when you're young and gay, and you, Kim, you are you are a fruit fly. I call you a fruit fly. All the gays call you a fruit fly because she's friendly with all the gays. So we call her a fruit fly. So um, they now these young kids won't have anybody to talk to that they can trust. So what do you think about that? You know, because sometimes well, you, you can't know, talk to your parents. You know that upsets me because you know I done did a whole documentary that's still in my garage about the houses and how the runaways and the, and the gay kids, you know, we're talking 10, 20 years ago, didn't have anybody. So now this new law, is she going to just sit there and put her titties in the camera and upstage mm -hmm. me while mm -hmm. talking? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's what That's she did. Disrespectful. Well, you That's know, a... go ahead, Chris. No, it, no, go ahead. Well, you know, it really upsets me because that was what we had. We had, and I do call me, I am a fruit fly. I am a gay uh, man. Listen, I've been, I'm very, because you know, <laughs> I'm so upset because this may, this is the thing we've been fighting for for years to make, see, when you're an old gay, it's a little easier. When you're a young gay, you have nowhere to go. You know, it's new, it's, it's different. People are judging. Um, so to, I, I, wanna, I don't understand why they would pass that law. What is the purpose? Ron you know, that's DeSantis. You, that's it right there. Ron DeSantis. It makes no sense. We are going backwards. That causes uh, more suicides, more runaways, mm -hmm. more, just more bad everything. I don't understand it because if uh, I was in the uh, in the school system like I used to be, and a child came to me, first of all, I'd be thankful that the child came to me because you probably can't go to their parents, and you gotta have a soft spot to land. You've gotta have a safe place for someone to talk to. And always at school, we always say, go to your school counselor, go to your teachers if somebody's beating you, go to your teachers if somebody's hurting you. So now we're saying, don't go to your teachers. That makes no sense to me. That's backwards. We're sending the wrong message. Very upset about that. And I don't want another place to, to pass that. And we need to turn that around for Florida. I'm so it sorry. You're real, Sherry, if you could pull that mic in or if, if it's possible that your gain got turned down. Did you turn down the mic? Turn down the mic. We got to fix this because I can't hear you when Did the you... mic is down. No, the mic needs up, speakers low. Like that? It's better, but. Um, We are, so... we have to, uh. This, I'm wearing a sports bra underneath a, a gown. And so that's this. Uh... So what did y'all, did y'all talk about the, the elephant in the room? The TMZ announcement. Did y'all talk about it? Did y'all clear it up? Sherry got a new show? No, we're not talking about that. Oh, so we playing that game now. I was going to say, people have been sitting here for an hour and a half going, what are we talking about? Oh, read it. Thank you. Read it. Read the fan. Read the fan. Did she take the fan? Sherry. Flame, do it right. Just do it. Show we could real quick. Did you all, did you all happen to turn down the red box? Think it like using it because your mic is not the same level that it was. 
I don't know when what you to do. When you do a podcast and your kid knows you're doing a podcast, know he knows good and well he's supposed to be getting ready for bed. I oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Now it's better? Okay. There you go. There you go. Yes. Yeah. I swear Josh was in there playing so, poker. Yeah. You what? Playing poker? I said Josh was in there playing poker right now because he knows I'm on the podcast. You're probably winning too. Probably. So we, we have to do our... We have to we have to uh, do our thank you speech in case we win because we it actually is not going to be live when it's streaming. I think it's going to be pre-taped, so we needed to dress up and do. So a, for our a, listeners, we both have seconds. on shiny outfits. I have a on Sherry's dress. You, yes, you're wearing my dress, and I've just forgiven you. Now I'm mad again. Um, I took it out your house, like you take stuff out mine. Really. That's what we do. As a no, matter of no. fact, I get stuff back and I leave stuff at your house. Oh no, I got I got this daggone Wheel of Fortune sweatshirt over here. I'm about sick of it. That laying over here on the floor. It's been here. So you decided Fortune. to put the blue sequin dress on. What yes, let me see I that did. ring. Let me see that ring. Let me what see ring? the ring you got on your finger. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have any rings. Yeah, let me see that ring you got on your finger. What? You got my ring on too. That's a I don't have any rings. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Why would you think? <laughs> I had, when I had my garage sale, you took a bunch of stuff. I gave Ooh. you a bunch of stuff. Ooh, I got well, some that, good stuff. That ring. Because you wasn't in your right mind. You was throwing boxes out there. You was frustrated. I was like, what is wrong with this heifer? I didn't tell her. But I was like, I'm going to keep this stuff because it's some good stuff. She's going to want it one day. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm going to keep it. She didn't know what she now was you want the now. ring. Now when she sees I, it, she's like, "Ooh, Ooh I yeah, I want that ring back. That's a ring that I wear when my fingers, when I lose enough weight and my fingers can fit it. Wait, there it is again. Put it up in the air. I don't know why you keep saying that. I don't have no rings on. She is tripping. Tell us, tell us how it was filming the Upshaws. How did you do? You know, I, I uh, first of all, Wanda Sykes is one of my good friends and just always looking. I, I tell her she always gives me a job every three months. Um, we, uh, I, I went to play her, well, I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but I, I went on her show and, you know, it was fun. I called Sherry out of sheer panic because I always do. This is the thing. Tyler Perry started this mess. You know, usually when you do a sitcom, you got a week we have been spoiled. We have a week. Tyler Perry don't play. And he'll do one or uh, two shows in one day. You better know that whole script. I was like, what in the world? So I got the script yesterday and we filmed today. So I was in sheer panic because of being spoiled. And I've never, I'm, I'm a lazy actress. Just say what it is. I have never <laughs> really wanted to learn all those lines. I learned <laughs> But I really don't feel like it. Writers like you see, Mickey, I don't need them big old paragraphs to get my point across. No monologues for you, Kimmy. No, it cool. I had a couple in this show. I was like, uh, this one, you know, when people, you can't come on the set and say, oh, she's a legend. She's an icon. I said, oh, is that what they saying today? I was like, I'm gonna need y'all to tape that piece of paper right there, right there on that podium. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't feel like reading. All, I don't feel like memorizing all that right now. They're like, okay, Miss Kim. I was like, this is fantastic. Now, had I not been a legend or icon, they'd have been like, um, you better learn these lines for this check. And bring me some coffee, please. 
That's when you get you get to that step. Because everybody, everybody afraid to say something. They think icons and legends go crazy. Like they might snap. Right. Right. I was like, what age do you become a legend? I was like, Jesus, I'm old. Because um, I called Marla Gibbs a legend, you know, and an icon. I was like, I don't <laughs> I guess there's different legends on different, uh, but you know what? It was fun. I had a good time. Uh, the director was Kelly Park. Is it Kelly Park? Uh, she is incredible. This black woman, young black woman director. Uh, uh, then Regina, of course, we know uh, Regina, uh, producer. When like Regina Sherry Hicks. told Regina Hicks. Regina Hicks. Sherry was like Kim. You're going to work with family. And that's what it was. It was really mm. Rusty, Rusty Coleman, who was my stage manager, worked with me for years on my first sitcom, been knowing him for years. It was um, really like family. I was glad when it was over. At first I wasn't, but then I was like, it's over. But the when you get on the set and you got to get that first scene out, you're nervous. It wasn't even an audience because of COVID. If there had been an audience, I'd probably passed out. I'd have passed out. I told, I told uh, Wanda, I was like, I was so nervous. I was in the Uber thinking, I was like, oh, if this Uber just run off the road, I don't have to learn my lines. I know that's how <laughs> that's how nervous I was. I wanted some painful something to happen to me, so I'd be like, see, I'm in a cast. I can't learn my lines. <laughs> I was at that level. Of but crazy. you always pull it off. Even though you do all of that, you always pull it off. I don't know why I do that. And what's that's so crazy, why you, that's Kimmy, what you makes you a, a legend. You are huh? such a comedic, brilliant, uh, comedic actress. I don't know why you doubt yourself. Girl, you've been in the business a long. I don't know why you doubt yourself. You know what it is? Your titties get smaller. When you have big titties, you have more confidence. I'm just going to say it right aloud. I did. <laughs> I did. Because I couldn't see my feet, so I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> but you know what, Kim? You're also really good. This is what I think. Just give Kim the general situation. She is way better if you just let her do whatever comes out of her mind. Oh, I have, I have a, I have a slogan for it. I can't say it because it's a, this is a PG thirteen show. But oh, that's right. As a serious actress. <laughs> who works hard in her craft, who loves the script, the words, who was uh, an actress who honors the words that writers use. You are a writer and you know that words mean everything to you. Absolutely. You, you are intentional about yep. what you're trying to convey with words. You don't just throw a bunch of stuff in there to, you know, to convey uh, imagery and, and visual um, uh, things. So when you have an actor who would completely take your script and go, uh, uh, you know, I'm lazy. I ain't gonna memorize nothing. And, uh, I'm just gonna, whatever, whatever comes out of my mouth. I, I know the context and I know you spent all weekend writing this script, but I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna say what I need to. And it, it'll sound kind of like something around what you was trying to convey. Yeah. And, I, and I don't, I, I don't know the meaning of imagery. The, so I'm gonna just, you, you know, say what I want to voice. That's disrespect. Kim doesn't, Kim doesn't really talk like this, everybody, just so you know. She doesn't sound like that. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. She sounds like <laughs> Nelson Mandela, and she knows. Wait a minute. On this show, I did. That was my voice on this show. 
Because oh no, my god, it was crazy. I don't I and I no, listen, as a writer, I embellish trust me, the words. I embellish. It's when you it's when you let her add something. If she thinks of something, it is it's better than that what she, that writer wrote. It's not that she adds something, she changes it completely. <laughs> don't listen to her, C Mickey. Don't listen to her. Kim, I've been working with you long enough. I know all your words. That's true. You do. I be, but she don't. You know all the words, but she don't. <laughs> that, you know what I like to ask Flame? What's your dream job, Flame? To host the Oscars 2022. Will Packer, are you listening? I'm ready. I lost weight. COVID took 20 and C. Austin took 20 more and I'm ready. I got gowns, gowns, gowns. Let's do it. Wait, did well, you say that C. might be a little bit out of the world of practicality. Why? Be okay, first of all, the Oscars is coming up. They've already got their host. No, I don't they care don't, what they have announced. I, they the have only an, people who have announced the host is what show? Uh-huh, pop the thing. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. The only people who have announced who the new host of the show going to be is Pop the Fan. Uh-huh. See, uh-huh. She don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no. Because they've Thank even though they have flame. Even though they haven't announced the host for the Oscar, they have the host. So I would say if you were saying 2020. Right, even though they kind of announced the other host, but they got the host. Ain't hey, that's a mess. What kind of subliminal <laughs> messages you sending on this show? Get her, Kim. Get her. Wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> Look, I didn't what do does it. the fan say? <laughs> what does the fan Wait. say? Can't no man do it. <laughs> we know that to be true. Uh, yeah. And that's on uh, that's on uh, Flame Monroe's site, uh, site to purchase these fans, and there were a lot of air. Woo! But um, yeah, so know. but if there was an alternate thing, what would the next thing be that you'd want to do? Your dream job? Uh, a talk show, kind of along on the lines of my love lounge, where I talk music because I'm a, I feel like I call myself a relationship guru because I've been the husband and the wife in the same night. So I'm Hishiwi. I'm Doctor Hishiwi, and I'm very fair to men Dr. and to women. Hishiwi. So I and I, I'm I'm great. I love advice, but I'm horrible in relationships. So it's like you sure are. I done been through a bunch of them with you. You ain't that good. I only been through two. Good God, knock <laughs> it off. And you got some nerve, girl. Don't make me start dropping names. Oh, dead. Look, dead and alive. You better knock it off. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Flame said dead and alive. And alive. Damn. Very quickly. Don't do that. Oh, that was good. Good comeback. I think, uh, um, I think, uh, Chris, how long have we been doing our podcast? Uh, let's check here. Chris sleep. One Chris hour, sleep. hour, 15 minutes. Oh, it's so time. We're going to let M- Mickey go to bed because she's in, in, uh, in the outlying Austin. Houston area. So she's uh, Boston. Austin, Austin, Texas. Austin. Oh, uh, well, because I was trying not to say exactly where she lives. So, but okay. Huh. All right, Kim, sure. Mickey's in Austin. Oh, Kidoki. So, if somebody's looking up her name and trying to Google, you all right. Who's looking for her? That girl. Oh, hilarious. I had the three married husbands. Girl, she's looking for you, girl. Kim, don't never. Know uh, honey, you, I wouldn't you care. You understand why words are so important, Mickey? She don't listen to them. I don't. <laughs> but I'm just kidding. I love you. Um, so it, Mickey, it's, it's two, you're three, you're two hours ahead of us, right? I or am. three. I am two. And so you have 
you do have to be at work tomorrow and we so love you and we so appreciate you. And also I want to set C Mickey up. We're going to be bringing C Mickey on, um, you know, frequently to answer questions about marriage, about raising children. So you guys, listeners and viewers, if you have questions, please leave them for C Mickey. You can leave them at two funny mamas at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we will, we will have C. I'm going to answer, answer them. It, they may not, it may not be the right answer. It may not be the right answer, but it's an answer. People just love people with an opinion and you, you've got the receipts to back it up. Yes. Kim, we got to bring flame back on because I asked the listeners and the viewers, if they had any questions. Ooh, look, Kim. Ooh. <laughs> for flame Monroe. I still Flame got some, so. <laughs> yeah, we said you. Well, we already know what your question is. It's the same one. But if you have any questions for Flame Monroe, we'll bring Flame back and and do more of an extensive interview. So okay. we want to thank both of our guests, thank and we you. also Flame Monroe. Everybody, you can go to at at oh, at Monroe. Girl, my man went blank for a minute. At Monroe Flame, yes, you can come <laughs> see me on Instagram. Follow me. Listen to my podcast on Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Amazon. You know, laugh and learn with Flame Monroe and Lauren Hogan on Spotify. What and you can go to, to New the York coffee City. cup? The coffee okay. cup. Oh, the cup time. with oh, that's what I do in the morning. My political view. I do a coffee time in the morning. But the coffee cup we got here right now is for Kanye West. You missed it. Oh. Because it's not yeah, spilling. It was the a whole thing. We're trying to bring them back. Like, get out. We're trying to bring them back. Come on back, Kanye. Come trying on to bring back, back. Kanye. Come on back. <laughs> and you can see, you can see Flame Monroe March uh, uh, 18th, 17th. 17th through the 19th at Caroline's Comedy. So get your tickets. I'm going to be opening oh. for Flame. As well as uh, I'll be hosting the Wendy Williams Show March 21st How through the 24th. How you doing? How you doing? I'm also How hosting Wendy Williams February 21st through the 24th um of february so uh get you and i'll be hosting uh wendy williams sometime when sherry's hosting it i guess you I actually will you actually I don't, will i don't know look you they ain't called me back they will i'm absolutely certain of it right because you're gonna go and put it in your contract or whatever you're gonna do and you're gonna be like hey y'all gotta give my friend kim <laughs> a week because she is getting on my nerves and she's at home and she ain't got no money i know what you're gonna do for me thank you <laughs> and then sherry you're gonna be in dallas with kim and babyface not this kim uh yes k-e-m -E Thank you, KEM. I'm on the I'm on the full circle tour with Kim, KEM, and Babyface. And if you want to get tickets, go to SherryShepherd.tv to get tickets because uh, I'm I'm telling you, there's some cities that I'm not in, which is six or seven cities. So if you go to Sherry Shepherd TV, SherryShepherd.tv, and look under the full circle tour, you'll see the cities. The ones that are listed are the cities that I'm in. And if you purchase tickets, just put Sherry in the code. At the end, uh, we, you don't get a discount. Just put in Sherry. So uh, I know it's not my tour, so I can't give a discount. But I think that's it. And you can watch Kim uh, upcoming episode of the Upshaws, which will let you know when it's coming up. She's tired, so we got to tape this acceptance speech. I, and, I uh, am pretty exhausted right now. We're gonna let our guests go, and we're gonna say well um, and I'm just gonna say, see, Mickey is a writer, a screenwriter. Oh. Oh, I'm so with... <laughs> it's okay. 
on some incredible projects with Kim. Um, but I write features, I write series. And my dream is to see my feature, which is a historical period piece. And, and I believe in it. It is my passion project come That's to life. One. And at one. some point, that's one, um, an animated uh, series that I'm working on with um, some, some other folks and an animated feature with Kim and a very dark TV series and, and a comedy feature that Kim and I did together, which is racially Girl, damn, now wonder, uh Now, wonder you don't see your husband. <laughs> you be writing a lot. I do, I do. Well, all of these projects are done. You can reach out to my managers, which are at Fourth Wall Management. See, Mickey, man, you need to, I need to get with you offline because I really do want to write a series. And I was working on my series of children's books because no one has ever wrote a children's book from the aspect of the child of a transgender parent. Oh, I'm Ask down. The child I'm how down. they have felt about their parents. And my children have I'm been down. with me their entire lives. I would love to do that. They have. I'm so down. I will get your info from Kim. One of yep, his, one of his son is in college at my college at this university. Not, he quit not anymore. He not quit anymore. Kim. He missed that home. part. He was at TSU. He, he hated it. Hated it. <laughs> hated it. <laughs> I'm not, I shouldn't be laughing at that. That's so, damn it. Hated it. <laughs> and he had a, he had a full scholarship, but he's still going to another college for he mechanical. TSU, but he still has a full scholarship. He has a full scholarship for mechanical engineering. He graduated high school with his associate's degree. He's really smart. Oh, nice. uh, uh, I almost said Tran. Uh, flame. Oh, oh girl, he will fight you, shit. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm tired. Flame has had his children since they were bo born, okay, from the yeah. day they were born. Uh, this is what I want to know, Flame. Flame is, it, and we tease Flame. We love Flame. Flame's transgender. Uh, Sometimes four hours a day, four hours a day. Four hours a day. You're How did shut you up, end up with? Shut up, shut up, flames. And shut they're up. they're all of flames biological children. So this is what I want to know. Oh my god! How go. did you end up with three kids? Pull out game I is you, minus one. The pullout game is weak. My pullout game it got good to me. Hey, my pullout game ain't nothing. I'm just sorry. My my pullout game is garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. I just no, love hearing that answer. I've heard that answer two hundred. It's a deeper story, even behind that. Uh, the baby mothers. It's a whole thing. And I remember back in the day, I tried to do a story on Flame. I've been mm -hmm. very interested in his uh, life and his children. Come here, say hello, Joshua. Go Flame and see Mickey and Auntie Cherry. Come on, stand up. Say hi to everybody. Yeah, sure. He's he supposed to be in the bed. He's supposed to be in the bed. Uh -huh. That's why he looked like yeah. that. He is sleep deprived. Right. Kim, what time uh, is it? Where's his clothes? He looks right. like one of them children on National Geographic. Where's his clothes? Oh he looks like Simba. All he needs is some flies. Don't let him no, Shut up. Shut up. He looks like Simba. Like he has no clothes on. Good night. He said good night. Go brush your teeth, put lotion on. Good night, Josh. I literally looked at Joshua and felt like Joshua would be going, oh, well, up, Stop scratching. Put some lotion on. Oh, he Lord. looked like a little African child. Yeah. He isn't a little African child. He is a little African, little African, African children. <laughs> he needs just he needs these little lotion. I didn't see that, but he's very comfortable in his 
his, his nakedness, and I loved his it. His nakedness, yes. So we're going to say goodnight to our guests. Good night, see, Mickey. It was wonderful talking with you. And we're going to do good our acceptance speech. See, Thank Mickey, you. we love you. We're going to see you back. Flame, we're going to have you back because we need to know more about your life. It's so interesting. Uh, your life, your children, you know, mm -hmm. if you're he one day, she one day, and how you balance it and make it work because you do. And also, Flame is uh, working on her. We, we are hoping to see your next special. But if you want to see Flame's Netflix special, it's on. It's uh, under She Ready. Yeah, they ready. Uh, they ready. Uh, Tiffany Haddish ready. executive produces it along with Wanda Sykes. So it's on Netflix and Paige Hurwitz. And Paige Hurwitz. So Paige. definitely go check. Flames. Uh, 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 comedy got nominated for an Emmy. So please go check it out. Well, the director did. The director. Me. And we lost to Eddie Murphy. So I, I I took the plus. The plus was that I lost to Eddie Murphy. Not that I lost it. I lost to Eddie Murphy. So that's the plus. I know, but so if you lost to Jamaica Hill. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to say goodnight. Good and night, we're going to do. Good night, Kim. Good night. Good night. See Mickey. I know her name. Good night, you all. Thank you so it's much for having me. This has been so fun. Talk about that. I'm, I'm Thank like, you, see, Mickey. Get some rest. Very simple ABC. I'm I you, will. Great, great journal. I've been a daddy a long I time. I bet you, you know, do. I bet you do. And honey, I love a good story. Oh, Kim, Kim will tell right you. Here. Good story mm -hmm. right here. Kim, you look like me in 1997. <laughs> I swear, every time I see her lift up her hand to take that coffee, and I notice my damn ring on her finger, I get mad. You need to be worried about your damn. I got your bra on too. All right, they're probably both my <laughs> Don't leave though. I'm gonna walk you out. I'm this is gonna be okay. okay. Love you, Mickey. Okay. All right, Bye, y'all. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Poor baby, okay. she's tired. Yeah, she's tired. Uh, she might be. Can you fix your background? What? Is your is your curtain up? What am I looking at? Hey, hey, Chris. What, uh, are we still, is this still the same episode? I was, uh, yeah, it's in the same episode. Well, let's, should we let's, air let's, our, our acceptance speech, Q? We should, you shouldn't. If you two want to keep chatting, have at it. Um, but you should probably yeah. just end the episode. Um, okay. Or keep talking. Do we want to air our? Do we want to air it on our two funny mamas? I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't know. Maybe after, like if you win, I don't know how much they'd appreciate that. So that'll be a separate clip. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So sign off, and then we'll we'll do that. All right, then. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you. Look, I ain't even been on the podcast. Stop. Will you please stop shaking the fleas out your wig? No, because I need to doing? be full. I need to be full. Okay. But it well, let's sign off of our lovely. Podcast. Make sure we, we thank can... God. We have to thank God first and can foremost. You... Let wait. So everyone, we want to thank you for listening to Two Funny Mamas. Uh, we're about to try to get our acceptance speech together in case we win the NAACP awards. We want to thank everybody for voting. We thank you so much. Goodbye, y'all. Goodbye, everybody. Two Funny Mamas. Two funny mamas. Two funny mamas. 
Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, Targeted electronic newsletter. Experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.